Welcome to Is It Bedtime Yet? The podcast for parents about mental health and the experience of being a parent. The podcast that discusses what it's like to be adults raising tiny humans that make us all ask, is it bedtime yet? Hi, welcome back to Is It Bedtime Yet? I'm Dr. Jen and I am here remotely with Dr. Serene. Hey, Jen. Hey, Serene. How's it going? It's going. (laughs) (laughs) It's going. It is what it is, right? It's 2020. It is what it is. Um, Well, so last week and I think even like the week before, a few weeks ago, we've been talking a lot about episodes that sort of touch on the idea of shame and guilt. And we use those words a lot in this podcast. And I, I mean, I guess Serene and I, we probably use these words a lot just as therapists. Yeah. Um, and then realized that we never really dug into what shame and guilt mean and how they're different. And I think a lot of people use them interchangeably. Um, so today we are going to talk about shame versus guilt and just sort of what they each are, what they mean, how they're different and how they... Uh, interact with one another I guess <laughs> how they're related I mean they're so closely related and I, yeah. I think it's, it's it's okay I mean I feel like I use them interchangeably Ugh, oh my god I'm so sorry for the background noise but we're home and these things cannot be controlled there exactly. is an airplane <laughs> and it flew over my house um okay where was I it's okay. To, I think it's fine to use them interchangeably in like our daily language. I think there's lots of words and maybe we should, I think, well, Jen, you and I have kind of been throwing this around, like having a podcast about just going over words that we use kind of daily that don't yeah. necessarily mean what people think it means clinically. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, we use the word shame and guilt interchangeably and, and that's okay. But in terms of like using the the terms clinically and using the terms in a you know you know I guess in a in the mental health context, mm-hmm. let's just dig into it and and see how they differ and like see what they really mean because you, when you're when you're going into therapy or um, talking to a therapist or talking to friends, you, you want to be able to differentiate between your experiences okay i think we should probably explain what the words mean before we go because i feel like now i'm like doing a lot of like explaining why you need to know why they're different and not and i'm rambling on and on and on and on okay i'll start okay do you want me to start since i'm on a roll with the rambling i would love i would love you to go for it okay so guilt is when you feel bad or regretful or remorseful for doing something that caused somebody harm or pain or discomfort, right? Mm-hmm. And shame is, do you want to take shame? Yeah. So I think of shame as sort of like how how it relates to yourself. So like mm-hmm. thinking about how you view yourself in light of those things that happened um, and kind of like the way that you yeah, I guess just the way that you view yourself as a result. And and how would you, would you add to that? Yeah. I don't even know how to. No, I think you said it well. I, it's almost like I'm kind of, I guess I'm trying to think of an example. Like when you right. do something that, okay, 
so in terms of being a parent, right? I've heard mm-hmm. so many moms, mm-hmm. you know, especially with the quarantine and the pandemic and being home, they're like, okay, I'm that mom now. I'm that mom that lets their kid sit on the tablet all day, or I'm that mom that's screaming all day, or I'm that mom that just yells her head off or whatever. Um, And there's a lot of guilt in that because you're, you're feeling bad. The person is expressing feeling bad and feeling regret for doing those things, for allowing their children to be on the tablet all day or Mm -hmm. to yell instead of disciplining in a more effective way, I guess. Um, But shame is that realization of like, fuck, I'm that mom. Like, I'm that person. I don't want to be that person. I don't want to be that person that's yelling. I don't want to be that person that's um, so drained that they, you know, they don't want to put more energy into coming up with activities for their kids so they allow them to get on YouTube all day or or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's it's almost like your self-perception of like, ugh, this feels icky. Like, I don't want to mm-hmm. be this person. Yeah. I think that's a really good way of putting it. It's a good a good way to frame it by having that example. I Just as you were talking about it, it kind of makes me think that like, and I, I was doing some reading and stuff about shame and guilt before we started recording. And one thing that really stood out for me is the idea that a lot of people say that guilt can be productive and helpful and adaptive. Like you can learn from guilt. You can, you can, reflect back on your behaviors you can think back to like how you can do things differently versus shame is not mm-hmm. productive or um or helpful or adaptive because it's more like right. almost like beating yourself up over something that you've done well okay so the twist is though shame ne- doesn't necessarily mean that you've done something because right, people right. that are, you know, victims of sexual abuse or victims of domestic violence, um, they feel a lot of shame. They carry a lot of shame, right. um, not because they maybe, did I'd anything. Maybe edit it. Yeah, I'd maybe edit it to say, like, not because of something you've done, but because of something that has happened. Yes. Yeah, I, right. I, that's a really good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, uh, you know... I feel like guilt, you, you did something and you feel guilty for it. Like Mm -hmm. you have to have done something to feel the guilt is the way I interpret it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to have done something to feel shame. Something could have been done to you or, you know, shame is very internal and it's a very, it's a very personal Mm-hmm. feeling and the thought process associated with it is very personal um whereas guilt it's like oh shit I did that I'm sorry you know like I I shouldn't right. have done that I regret doing that um I wish I had done this instead or whatever the conversation sounds like but shame is like I'm this person you know like this is me and mm-hmm. yeah like it, a tri- it, attributing attributing mm-hmm. whatever either the thing you've done or the action is or the thing the event that occurred that maybe you didn't have control over attributing it to yourself and your self-worth and who you are as a person oh you said that so well yeah thanks (laughs) i feel like i finally said something coherent (laughs) i know i rambled the first like two minutes of this podcast just talking about how we should know about the difference (laughs) between guilt and shame um but yeah i mean yeah 
so many things I feel like um, are triggers to both emotions and those triggers overlap. Oh gosh, there's another, I don't know what's happening overhead. Do you hear that? <laughs> yeah. Did your house move to like the flight path of <laughs> LAX? I think I moved into LAX. LA, yeah. Hold on. Something's happening. Yeah. LAX is my home now, guys. Yeah. That's, that's I, like, I, hey, it's it's I, 2020. Yeah, Anything can happen. Yeah. I, I just built a home on one of the tarmacs and, you know. Yeah. Why not? Um, I don't know what's going on. Sorry. But the, the, the joys of 2020 and recording from exactly. home remotely and not being in a controlled setting. It is what it is. Exactly. It is what um, it is. I mean, so many things that make people feel guilt and shame, as I was saying, overlap. And that's why it's so easy to get those things confused, right? Like yeah. so, so, so many things that happen can make us feel both guilt and shame. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they're, they're, they go together or that like you have to experience them together or that they're mutually exclusive. It, mm-hmm. It's very fluid, I would say, um, the experience yeah. of the two feelings and yeah. thoughts and emotions. Um, how do you think people can overcome or cope with feelings of guilt or shame? Um, well, I'll address, I'll address shame first. Cause okay. I think in terms of shame, I think what that involves is disconnecting yourself from the event that occurred. And what I mean by that is like, not, because because I was saying before that I think shame kind of stems from over identifying with yourself and your self worth the event that happened whether it's a perceived event or uh, um, like like you said like experiencing trauma or some kind of um, like like sexual abuse or something like that uh, or an action that you made and either one I think the first step is to kind of remove remove the connection between whatever event occurred and how you view yourself because they're not one in the same. And I think that's really important. I think a lot of times experiencing guilt over something that happens leads to shame. And like you said, it's not always that way. Like it could be anything else that could lead to shame as well. But I think the major piece is when people connect it to their own self-worth. So I think a big part of it is realizing, like taking that step back and realizing that it isn't directly connected to who you are. It isn't connected to your value, your self-worth, who you are as a person, like at the core. Mm -hmm. So like examples of that, I guess, would be um, in terms of shame that you don't need to or should not take ownership of and make it a part of your being is Mm -hmm. when you're not like an active participant in whatever is happening. You're... you're there, you're seeing things happen, things might be happening to you, you might not be liking what's happening to you, but there's million and one reasons that you're stuck there, right? Mm -hmm. Um, That's one one time you would feel shame and the thoughts that would that would go with that that are not helpful or effective would sound something like I deserved it, or I did something to bring this on, or I'm a kind of person that things like this happen to. Or right. whatever language like that takes ownership, it. right? Mm-hmm. But then there's the shame of that accompanies guilt, where you know I might be um, 
I might say something mean to somebody. Like I might just be snappy with my husband or snappy with my kids and mm-hmm. feel guilt for that. And, but also feel shame for being that kind of person that snaps at people that snaps at her yeah. husband, that snaps at her kids. Um, see that shame. I think again, to be able to empathize with your own experiences, to kind of cut yourself some slack and really do some like self-reflection of like what happened, what triggered you. Um, But again, like how do you not take ownership of that? Oh, you mean like, so how do you, how do you disconnect? How do you remove that connection? I mean, I think a lot of it is about like building up or like really solidifying your self-esteem and like your self-worth. And I think a lot of it just has to do with like self-esteem work. Yeah. And uh, like processing like your own internal feelings about yourself, because I think when people feel really solid in themselves and solidly like about themselves, they're probably less likely to experience shame, not, you know, immune from it. But um, but I think it's a lot of just internal work and, you know, like like, you know, always advocates of therapy. So saying like, you know, like working on your own self-esteem, whether it be in therapy or just kind of processing it on your own. But I think like the more solidly you build yourself up and are sure of yourself and are confident in who you are across all situations and across like any event, I think uh, it's probably easier to move through shame. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing I would I would just throw out there is a hundred percent obviously therapy. Yeah. Find somebody that fits you and, you know, fits what you need and in, in in your journey and, you know, find the right therapist for you and begin the work or um, you know, like really really start doing not or in addition to really start doing some work with um, focusing on yourself. Like, I guess for me, one thing I tell people often is like, try reframing that thought, right? Giving it a different, Mm -hmm. a a new meaning. Um, Yes. What you did was maybe not right. Maybe yelling in your, at your kid at that moment was not the best choice was not the most effective way of communicating yourself, your needs or yourself to them. But in that moment, if you look into, if you look at the context of everything, you know, if you've been working all day while managing your kids' online classes, while cooking and doing dishes and, you know, like getting housework done in between, I don't know, work meetings over Zoom or whatever, is it like fair to say that you maybe like had a loss of judgment for one minute and just yelled because that fucking minute it felt good to yell. (laughs) Right. Take, take it as a lesson, lesson learned. This didn't feel good. I don't like being this person and work on that with a Mm -hmm. therapist preferably, but to sit there and think that like, now I am this person I'm this bad person that just did this. Um, it might, like you said, it might do more harm than good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think connected to that, like exactly what you said, moving on to guilt, I would say that would be kind of my advice for working through guilt as well. Is that like, you want like how to deal with guilt for me 
is looking at making it productive. Like if you're going to experience guilt for something you did, if you're going to feel guilty about a behavior that happened that you did or something you uh, like something that happened that you're less than proud of or whatever it is, I think there's two different ways to approach it. You can either kind of stew in it and then it kind of can become shame mm-hmm. or you can learn from it and try to be productive and try to be proactive and learn to do things differently. And I think that's how you grow from it. And I think those are kind of your two options there. Well, I think we kind of went over everything that has to do with guilt or shame that we are able to do on this podcast Um, because it's such a, it's such a big, I mean, there's such big words really, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and we use them every day, but really they, I just feel like they're very weight, like they, they carry a lot of weight. Oh, um, absolutely. And I think especially as parents too, I think, and we talk about it in a lot of episodes, like we said, like guilt and shame are so heavily steeped in the process of raising children. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, every parent is going to experience those feelings at some point. And so I think like having a really good understanding of what they mean is the best first step to be able to like deal with them appropriately and be able to like, navigate them right yeah um i mean like we always say find somebody to talk to about Mm -hmm. any of these things that you might be feeling or might be confused about or might be wondering about or experiencing if you feel like you're experiencing guilt um so many of us carry so much guilt with us um we're unable to express ourselves to people to appropriately mm-hmm. express our needs or um, explain our, ourselves to people. And we just end up carrying that feeling of guilt and regret around for so long. And it's, it's something that definitely could be moved through, right? Same with shame. Yeah. Um, but I feel like shame is a little bit more delicate and, mm-hmm. um, you know, if, if, if you're having difficulty with either of these feelings, I, I would really urge you to talk to somebody about that. Absolutely. Um, yeah. It, it's hard, especially as moms when you're feeling these yeah. feelings, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. But again, like Serene said, you don't have to, you don't have to deal with it on your own. And I think also knowing that it's like such a prevalent and typical experience for parents um is kind of normalizing too (laughs) but like knowing that you don't have to deal with it on your own and that uh working with a therapist can really help you to be able to like sludge through these big feelings that so many parents experience right yeah i think we're good to wrap up here today i think so too well For our listeners, if you guys have uh, any thoughts or questions about shame or guilt, um, experiences that you've had with shame and guilt, um, or even even just uh, reactions to the episode, you can email us at isitbedtimeyetpodcast at at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. Our handle on Instagram is isitbedtimeyetpodcast with underscores between each of the words. And on Facebook, we're isitbedtimeyetpodcast. And don't forget to check out our Patreon. 
And until next time, this is Dr. Jen and Dr. Serene, and we are still asking, is it bedtime yet? <laughs>